to We're Talking Drums, creating conversations with the world's top drummers in the most extreme genres. This episode is brought to you by Los Cabos Drumsticks, Canada's number one choice for drumsticks. They provide the wood you need to make the beats you deserve. Los Cabos Drumsticks. Now with your host, Corey Hoffing. What is going on? Welcome to another episode of the We're Talking Drums podcast. This is episode 72, and I am pumped. My band, Lotharo, has just announced a new record, Chasing Euphoria, out March 15th on Atomic Fire Records. Pre-orders are going now. Get them well, they're hot. Also dropped a brand new video for the song Time to Rise. Click the link below and check that out. Big thanks to everybody who has supported us so far to get us to this point. It's a very exciting time in our career. And we will see you on the road next year. Okay? Secondly here... We got a Patreon community. Everybody who's a part of it, you are absolutely amazing. And thank you very much. If you are new to this podcast, our Patreon is only $2 a month. You get all the episodes early. Plus, we have exclusive content being created by myself as well as our guests. Any questions you have, drum-related or not drum-related realistically... Toss them in our Patreon, and we will answer them on each episode. Okay? How's that? If you don't have $2 a month, which I get, this economy, it's ridiculous. Price of drum heads, price of drum sticks for that matter, too. It's insane. So if you don't, then please, if you can go to wherever you are streaming, give us a sub, give us a follow, give us a five-star rating. It helps the podcast reach the most amount of people it possibly can. Drop a comment, you know? If you can comment, do that. You know, we appreciate the support in any way, shape, or form. So thank you in advance. Absolutely amazing. We also have an Instagram if you want to head over there. At We're Talking Drums. Drop a follow. Send me a message. Say hello. You know? We're, it's all love here, baby. So, aside from that, I just want to say a big thank you, Los Cabos Drumsticks. They've been a supporter of this podcast since day one. Absolutely amazing. Big thanks to them. That's all I'm going to say there. Go try a pair of Los Cabos Drumsticks, best sticks on the market, in my humble opinion. Okay? This week's guest. We're getting into her. This is, this is the thick of it now. This week's guest is the incredible Mike Malian from Monuments, okay? Me and Mike met up while Monuments was on tour with Ginger in Toronto. We barely got to do this episode. They had some issues with their RV, but Mike got that dealt with. He was like, I got to get this stuff done so I can talk some drums, all right? He is an absolute gem of a human. We had a phenomenal talk. We talked about the production of their latest record in Stasis and working with producer George Lever. Talked about his pre-production and how he uses Beat Scholar 
to help him figure out the polyrhythms and polymeters for the ridiculous drumming that he does. And we also talked about him diving into the drum education realm of things with his website, Malian Drum Academy. So without further ado on this one, Here's my conversation with Mike Malian of Monuments. Mike Malian, welcome to the We're Talking Drums podcast. How are you doing today, man? I'm great, buddy. How are you? I'm doing okay. Heck I'm yes. doing okay, man. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I wasn't sure if the, this was going to happen. Man, you know? yeah. You know what it's like touring days, trying to find the time, trying to see what can fit in between where and how and why. But we make it happen whenever we can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. You guys had a little bit of mishap with a, with a tire on your Yeah, we your lost our, we, Yeah, we had, a, we had a damaged tire wall. We noticed it, thankfully, before it blew. So we mm-hmm. had an emergency tire assist come out. And sort us out, but you can't tell them when to show up. So uh, they were like, "Yeah, you've just got to be available all day." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, it'll be fine." With like yeah. the only plan being maybe to like, as I go on stage, give my phone to my merch guy and be like, uh, "Please do that if you can." Like, because someone because <laughs> we, we don't have a working tire by the end of the day, we're screwed. So yeah, exactly right. Yeah, long you're... drives tonight. Yeah. yeah, where are you off to next? I believe it's Milwaukee. Uh, or Winnipeg, okay. I'm not sure. No, I'd be, yeah. I think it's Milwaukee first, then yeah. you're up to yeah. Winnipeg. Have you guys ever done uh, I can't Winnipeg? Did you get doing like Winnipeg and... Uh, <coughs> yeah, I think done Winnipeg in the past. I don't have many memories of it. It's Anything that's in the middle is blood. It's yeah. like, yeah, we're yeah. at like 100% Gaussian blur mode. We're like completely... It's all just every day is kind of the same. Like oh, I remember, I, re- I more remember the cities where I see my friends these days. Yeah. Uh, then I remember the friend that I saw who lives in one of those places because it's just uh, there's only so much room for like the gen and 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 everything else and the gen. Uh, since I did the Tesseract portal session, a lot of my friends' names disappeared from my mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, yeah. it feels like there's a limited capacity in there. Yeah, like something has to go yeah. to get that, <laughs> that next riff it's in. Like, like. Uh, it's like Rick from Rick and Morty uh, when he enters the alien body and he's like, by the way, I didn't have room for all my genius in here, so I left you with all these useless skills <laughs> and then goes into the other guy's body. Yeah, and dude, like Manitoba, Saskatchewan, that those are those are just provinces that you don't want to be in. Really? You know, I do. I remember doing cross Canada tours, mm. and one time we didn't even stop in Saskatchewan; just uh-huh. drive right through it, get it through it as quick as possible. Yeah. It's so boring there, right. man. Yeah, Manitoba's not much better. No, I guess yeah, but I, I mean, it's just it's somewhere we're gonna have some fun wherever we go, right? We're just gonna play and yeah. make the most of it. If there are people who care enough to show up, then we'll play and we'll have a good oh, time. Oh yeah, like shows are great. Yeah, yeah, shows yeah. are wonderful. That's all when we you're get in the to venue. see anyway. We don't get time for anything else. Yeah, but dude, the drive. Do you guys you guys have a driver? Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's okay. getting some sleep at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best, man. Because yeah. like back in the day, doing the van tours, it was just, you know. Like, this is our, our home country, so I don't know if you guys did a lot of, uh, like, just UK tours or anything. You guys are pretty yeah. close. We've done quite a lot of stuff. I, this is my third American tour. I think it's the band's sixth. Uh, I had to take five years out because the passenger van kind of helped screw my back up and my hip up so bad I had to take five years off oh, and wow. then get surgery and then come back. Uh, but, like, other than that, I'd probably done, like, 40, 50 tours by the, now surely which is, yeah. uh, which is a lot 
Mm-hmm. Started to start when I was eighteen and thirty-one now, so it's a, oh wow, it's a lot yeah. of too many tours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a lot of time on the road. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but your uh, your cities in the UK are a lot closer together. They right? are. Yeah, like you only have a couple hour drives between. Them. Yeah, so if you do a regional yeah. tour, you're really like, hey, I could see you one hour drive or two hour drive or three right? hour drive away. It's yeah. like, and they're still moaning about how far away it is, and we're like, yeah. guys. Guys drive like eight hours in the states to, to make it happen. You know, oh, come yeah. on, you jump in, yeah. jump on a train. You can do this. Come on, yeah. Like it, our last tour, it was like sixteen hour drives. We had one that was eleven hours, like next day. Yeah. So and we're oh, leaving fun. at like midnight. Loading is at noon. We have twelve hours to do an eleven hour drive. Like, just tell the tour manager we're going to be late. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, there's, there's no two just, ways about it. Yeah, it's just happening. Yeah. That's it. But like in Canada too, like to get from Toronto to Winnipeg, if you don't go through the states, that's 27 hours. Ooh. It's rough here yeah. for a band that like if if you're not going. So into if the we states were going directly it, to Winnipeg, it would be 27 hours. 27 hours. Yeah, it's 24 oh. hours just to get out of the province. Yeah, it sucks here. <laughs> it's yeah. brutal, like a, a local band touring. Yeah, like, ah, yeah. we'll be fine. We got a driver. Yeah. No, we you got, guys um, are mint. We got Nintendo Switches and yeah. laptops. We'll be fine. Yeah, that's sick. So tour is going well so far. You guys are about a week into this run. Yeah, uh, you guys are out with Ginger. Yeah. Uh, and then you guys have a bunch of headlining dates after this, right? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Ginger have been such amazing hosts they it's been incredible they've been uh fans of us for a long time we've been fans of theirs for a long time so that the invite from them is amazing so yeah they took us out on the dates in between their tour that they did with disturbed so they've right. done like a half the other half of the country to or like the you know the the continent to, to yeah. make it to make it work and then we've done our own half a tour to make it work bringing out for the fallen dreams and varsity yeah. as well which is going to be wicked awesome. uh, we've done a couple of headliners already while uh, blue ridge was happening we were doing our own shows and then nothing happened at blue ridge unfortunately <laughs> yeah yeah uh, awkward. you guys were a part of that eh? well, yeah well we we never got the invite or oh, i think oh, we got okay. the invite and the the fee was too short or something and we couldn't oh, okay, yeah. we couldn't make it happen so yeah. we uh well half the fest got canceled anyway yeah so, so it was like okay well, we ended up being some of the only people playing shows that weekend, which we did not expect. But we yeah. had two really, really great shows with like local bands. One of them we had like four local bands. The other one we had this sick band called Tensor. They came oh, and played nice. with us, and they sounded like uh, they sounded like kind of like an eight bit eight bit music meets with like intervals, but more like I built the sky prog energy. Mm-hmm. If you know those artists, yeah. Um, yeah, they yeah. were really sick, really nice yeah. sounding band, really lovely people. I got a little cap from them, and uh, yeah, it was they were a good discovery. Nice, awesome. Yeah, Intervals are local boys here. So. Yeah, they are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, sick. I got into them probably around the same time I got into you guys, oh, like yeah. a couple of years back. And Fuck yeah, dude. I've never really been like a, a a gent fan. Like I grew up on power metal, wise man, it's that, shit. that type of stuff. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, I, I, when your your last full length came out, um, like I just I love I loved it from the the get go. Like That's everything, just, thank you, man. Yeah, like the. A lot of it, also the production, working with uh, George Lever. I think that was a good choice. I'm I really happy so. with it. We yeah. we did mix tests with Nolly, with uh, I think we we sent it to Ackle and he didn't know what to do with it, um, <laughs> and then and then we hit it to, to George. And we don't like doing mix tests, and and yeah. producers don't like doing mi- mi- mix no, tests. No, but of course, when not. he sent it to George as a test, he was like, he just said like, "Well, screw me, just do- hitting blindly." He he sat awake. Uh, talk, talk to me about three in the morning 
asked me what all my favorite things were and no one had really jumped into my world like that and then you yeah. know, wanted to know what so, so like we want aggressive guitars we're not getting aggressive guitars he'd be like what do you what does aggressive mean to you and we're like oh yeah. that's a great question right so you know he'd get into like try to get into our heads a bit and yeah he smashed it out of the park with lavos which was you know massively assisted by all the energy of mick gordon being added to it yeah because that went so well then we just sent him another whatsapp message like you want to do the rest of the album he was like yeah like yeah. that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> let's do let's do the whole record. Go on. Yeah, because yeah, like yeah. your drums too, just like they pop out of the speakers. Like yeah. they're explosive. They're it's insane. Thanks, man. man. Yeah, yeah. So it was really interesting. We we self engineered the drums at the beginning with with a local engineer. We didn't have George at that point, so we mm-hmm. chose how to record it to see what would happen, and then it worked out well. And we just decided to replicate that setup over and over again for like four different recording sessions. So we kept coming with a few more songs. We'd set up again, do a couple more songs, then like another month later, we'd come up, do some more writing, go up, and then go up into the recording room and set it all up again with like minor changes. So it, it all has a congruent sound because it's all the same, for the most part, the same mics in the same places. I uh, just tweaked it every time. Yeah, same was, drums. Yeah, but because it was like COVID, we were like only writing a few songs at a time, and it didn't start becoming an album until after the first or second session. We were just recording tunes, seeing what happened. You know, throw stuff yeah. at the wall, see what sticks. Until, until an album starts to form itself, um, the wow. themes start to come together. So, like, yeah. you know, we did Animus and Dead Nest before we did that, and now we've done Nefarious. And I don't know, we might do some more, some more singles before the next album starts to kind of show itself that way we can let the uh but i think the concept wagon is is strong this time so i think we have a we have a strong concept for the next one ready to go so i don't think more singles are likely to happen in between now and the next one but i I was really happy with the drum sound however i feel i feel like we've really knocked it out the park with the new single nefarious uh, because we we did those drums george actually uh tracked us he set up the mics his way in middle farm and it was like oh man this is how i've always wanted to sound yeah yeah exactly right working with george at middle farm studios like that's that's a dream right there so we're looking at doing a a month a month there maybe oh actually we're, we're thinking about for the first time actually because whenever we learn the songs for tour and we start jamming them shit starts happening where we start falling into each other's pockets and modifying our parts a little bit yeah and then we're like shit we should have done that for the album so this time we're gonna try and i don't think we could completely write the songs like we would do before Mm -hmm. but we're definitely gonna come in with it and then we're gonna jam it and then we're gonna record it yeah so and we've never done that before so that will be fun yeah always just kind of wrote it learned your parts going to the studio yeah Right. Well, yeah, yeah. We, yeah like we, yeah, we, we, we learn our parts as we write it, and when we record it, we fuck stuff up, and that becomes the final. And then, <laughs> and then, like a year later, we're like, how do we play that again? And then we start doing it, and new shit starts happening, and we get really into it, and we're like, damn it, missed opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Well, even like I find after the album's done, and you start rehearsing like for a tour or anything like that, you change your parts a little bit, and like, uh, we we just did a well we did a u.s tour in may where i we were playing one new song and i i realized i play it so much differently like i'm accenting different parts and like i actually figured it out and then i listened to the album again now we just released a a new song today actually that song we were playing and it was like 
I play this so much differently now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, memory will really fuck with you, wouldn't it? Yeah, I was like, I like how I play it live now. Can we change this? Yeah. But it's already released, so oh yeah. well. I, I yeah. like to change the parts up all the time. I like to let mm. it develop. I I kind of feel like you, you have to abandon creativity and just commit to something when you record it. But yeah. that doesn't mean it can never change again afterwards. And I really like to improvise anyway. So I'm yeah. like, let's just let it keep keep oh. forming. So every night is a bit different. Yeah. I'm huge on improvising fills and stuff like that. Keep the parts that need to be kept the way they are so it doesn't throw everyone off. Yeah. Some nights I get carried away. <laughs> but, yeah, you know. it's the way. But yeah. I, I realized it's kind of like uh, the the temptation as the player is to show them the sequel before they and for some of them haven't seen the original film so you gotta kind of know your audience like so i i sometimes will read when if andy asks the crowd how many of you know of monuments based on the percentage of people that have raised their hand if it's a very low percentage that have heard of us before then i'm gonna try and show him it more from the first time around but if it's a headline show and everyone knows that song i might give him a little tweak into like the future oh, yeah? parts you know okay. but i because like, okay. it's all just you know it's all down to my boredom really isn't it at the end of the day yeah. it's like oh, i just want to i want to play around with something different and i'm like the one person who doesn't want to hear it the way it was and then what is there a thousand people that would benefit better from hearing it the first way like what if i lost faith in that first part like i'm the one who matters least in that moment but my right. i still have to be happy with it so it's a, every day. It's like, a, what am I doing here? Like, I want to have fun. Um, and I, I remember when I rejoined the band, our old guitarist Ollie. He he would like when I started playing either Creator. I was playing it so differently. He was like, "Can you just play it like the fucking help?" I was like, <laughs> "Okay, I want to." But he had a point. You know, he's like, people yeah. didn't come to hear you fuck around. They didn't hear the song. And yeah. to an extent, they like to see a cool fill. But like, you got to, you got to, you got to like find that balance you know yeah. tread that line very thin line very carefully yeah now did you have you recorded every full-length record with monuments not the third one that the was an oops because that's when i was having my right. five-year of injury yeah. hiatus but yeah i did the first two the first one's mostly programmed uh we recorded it like kicks separately then snare and tom separately then cymbals separately because oh, wow, we love yeah. the whole like you know blend the room more or less with this one yeah, you know, yeah treat the mics differently and everything um have a full cymbal array for the cymbals but then we had uh, internal issues and we and uh for one reason or another we, we only had a partial amount of the recordings we only had the rooms from the snare and tom recording <laughs> and then we just had all the cymbals yeah, so we had to program i had to program all the snare hits to match the snare hits from the rooms so it's natural room with fake close mic it's the wrong way around yeah oh, and then 100%. all the kicks are programmed there's yeah. no there's no close mics of any kicks and then all the symbols are natural except for one stack we added to the very beginning of blue sky thinking okay. um because the part had changed to have more stacks in the intro beforehand anyway yeah, yeah. um well, the second album's fully live at uh mm-hmm. we did that with ramesh Ramesh Dodangoda at Mono Valley Studios, which is now shut down, but that was one of the legendary oh. Rockfield Welsh studios in yeah. Amsha. Um Yeah, that was that was sick. Yeah. That was pretty So great. when when you do you do you guys ever play stuff off the third record that yeah, yeah. did? Yeah, we'll so be doing a tuning off that tonight. Do you find that you've changed a lot from what he played, or did you learn like all his parts like as close no, to it as possible he he played the programming as close as possible and the oh, guys okay. weren't used to that the guys were used to do the programming and then the drama will do their thing over the top of it right. but Anoop pretty much respected the programming one to one as as far as I've heard so it's like 
I've just done what I would do, but Anoop was just like the, the real version of the programming. But yeah. I've then done my own thing with it to the point where I, I can't really remember exactly what it was that um that Anoop did. But I, I've made my own little changes to make it, to Malianify it. But I've also respected <laughs> some of his moves, like some of the consistent symbol moves he makes in the end of the breakdown. I really enjoy living yeah. in that world. Um, I... I, I, I like to be a bit of a chameleon, you know, take someone else's energy and morph it into mine as opposed to come oh. 100% Mike. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. I, I'm way more inspired by that collaborative process than I am by uh, walking my own path. Yeah, absolutely. Like the band that I, I joined and like I just did this uh, last, this upcoming record with them. But we, for the last like two years, have been playing all stuff that I didn't record. Right. So I listen to the song, I get the song in my head, and then I just do whatever I want. Nice. I've completely changed parts Perfect. and songs. Like I like this way better, and they're yeah. all for it. They're like, yeah, we love what you did with the song. Sick. It breaks so, them out of demoitis too. And yeah. um, it's like Matt, Matt Halpin taught me once, like learn the song perfectly on a steering wheel and then get behind the kit. And trust nice. that you've done the work to go from steering wheel to kit in many different ways. And then go be surprised by what comes out. And I find that yeah. that, that self-surprise of what's happening is part of the fun. And oh, the yeah. fun is what makes the, the track a bit more special. Um, the happy accidents, the, you know, the things that make it happen. I, just, I, I don't like to like... I used to need to do it the exact way every time at first. I think everyone has to get past that phase before they can start like making up their own stuff but yeah yeah oh absolutely man yeah uh i know we are uh a short, little short on time a little yeah, short on time due to the before i start warming up and play because i play i'm on stage in 40 yeah so yeah i think yeah. i need about half an hour to do some star jumps uh pretend to warm up pretend to warm up <laughs> yeah just, <laughs> just, uh, just do a couple push-ups uh, yeah, yeah it, it's mostly that. physical warming up it's it's yeah. star jumps it's walking it's stretching it's uh uh it's Sometimes drinking, I think it's and this today. It's going to be lots of alcohol-free beer and sugar-free Red Bull. Yeah, which together apparently. we've we've called a shandy sizzic. <laughs> shandy sizzic. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so I I did want to touch on um, your educational path that cool. uh, you're kind of on with the Malian Drum Academy. Yes, that's uh, so I I checked it out. It's like seems super sick, man. You the way that you have things set up seems very intuitive to how drummers really learn yeah, you can take it at your own pace kind of deal and the way that you like break down uh all the monument songs and everything like that uh but do you want to just like talk about it let uh, everyone know kind of what's going on with yeah without everything you got so going? it's kind of like i would i'm now looking at it as kind of a bit of a beta release i thought it was mm -hmm. like a master like fully finished thing but like when you do anything you learn as you go so what I, what I discovered was that my the way that I would actually release content couldn't I couldn't keep up with the my original goals of wanting to do a new course every month and that right. meant that the subscription model that I'd chosen is kind of a poor fit for yep. for it so I'm actually quite critical of it as a product uh, I'm I believe in the course uh, the courses that are on there I think they're they're fantastic but I think it hasn't I know what I want it to become and I'm working pretty like tirelessly in my back in my back in time whenever I have days off on tour I'm editing videos from that and building a bit of a new web design to make it more like if you want to achieve this particular skill set you know where the start and end point of that is as opposed to a perpetual kind of thing I think it I think that's a better offering so I, I'm probably 
my own worst critic with these kinds of things. But um, I, it's I, as I say, by part of me, the, the Shandy Sizzix coming up the roost. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I'm doing that course was really cool. But I, I think I've realised that the benefit of learning this doesn't the, the, the thing that I can teach the best rather than doing it on the kit is actually to do it off the kit to focus on the programming skill because that's where mm. I, that's where you have to live to work out the parts to then take them to the kit and I've been spending my whole career trying to teach people on the kit and I've started to realize hang on there's nothing to be worried about trying to show them how to do it inside the DAW because you can get very visual with it you can you can show that through and the best part of it is I can teach the non playing drummers, a.k.a. the guitarists, the songwriters. Uh, they're the ones that really They're the ones need that it. need the help to program the stuff, right? Yeah. So the new offering is going to be primarily focused on guitarists and drummers as a group to help them together because yeah. it's all a digital instrument yeah. with booster packs for the real drummers who then want to me yeah. mechanicalize and learn the muscle memory of it. Yeah. But will teach the concepts of why drummers do what they do through programming. Because I've been doing that quietly uh, in one-on-one -on -one lessons, and just through word of mouth, I must have garnered about 20, 30 different one-on-one -on -one students over the last six months or so. And it's so much fun. I, they come to me with their music. We strip the drums away, and I show them how to analyze accents and how to read parts. Yes. And, you know, what is the mathematical rule that we're going to pick to turn your music into a drum pattern? How do we make it 3D as opposed to the difference between overlaying cool beat over cool riff and riff with tension points and and patterns that you can do can become something cool. Why do you do cymbal accents? How do you build fills? Um, and like, how is the timing working in the micro level versus the macro level? And the, the course that's already on the website focuses on that polymetric like m micro versus macro but it only does it in one very specific point for one very specific point in a player's journey where they've already nailed double pedal and it's like it's so niche that it, it's kind of like a non-starter in terms of a, a an online product that's it basically is just self-sustaining because of the, the cost of the uh, resources <laughs> to run it is as much as the people who bring it in so it was like such a huge learning curve but i refused to take it down because I felt like it had failed. I thought, rather than that, it hasn't failed. Some people are really enjoying this. Yeah. So let's just... But it, but it's not... It, I, it can't become what I want it to become yet. But just I've fallen into the, the programming thing and I, don't, I haven't seen anyone else doing it. So I've really been mastering that in the one-on-one -on -one world. And now mm. I've, I'm planning to do a thing where it comes out and you get one-on-one -on -one time with me that then bounces to a specific part of the course. They, they, they do that, they do their homework, I come back, we listen to it, and the homework is in their song. And then they go back and do the next part, and then and that way I can adjust the course to their liking, they can get some face time and spend like a bunch of hours on the actual material, which frees up my time and gives them the benefit of that. Because sometimes it can get a bit repetitive doing the same things over and over again yeah, in one-on-one, -on -one, yeah. once I realised what those were. So yeah. I'm really excited about that. I don't have a release date for it yet, but I, I have all the material and I'll put it out when it's ready. But I do a few too many things and I want to do them well. So it might take a while. And anyone who's subscribed to Melian Drum Academy so far, if I move away from the subscription model, everyone who's been involved is going to get a dynamic discount of a fair way to... If, if it's going to be a singular price, you know, I'm, I'm going to honour what people have given me to keep the thing rolling no matter what, because I'm, I'm really grateful to the people who have jumped on my journey. But it's a niche journey and I want to open it up more. Yeah, definitely. And definitely, like, 
kind of caters to more towards the progressive yeah. side of things, obviously. It always a, will, yeah. Yeah, yeah, progressive drummer and, and everything. And so you use a specific program for all your drum writing and everything like that, right? Kind like, of, yeah. I use Cubase mainly. It's my DAW of choice. Yeah, but uh, there's a... There's like, Beat Scholar as well. Beat Scholar. Yeah. That's, yeah I, I use that to video. demonstrate. Yeah, yeah, you saw that, that advertising. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, a video of you kind of is like a 30-minute video of you like showing and breaking it down. And it, it's, it's incredible. Hell like, yeah. Yeah, it really like kind of like shows you like how to do like run like a, a polymeter and everything like yeah. that and you know like a lot of people are just like oh yeah i'm gonna write this like polyrhythmic riff and everything but don't know like anything about timing or mm. or bar structure or anything like that so yeah. this kind of like really breaks it down for you and you can see it in real time it's the visual like, aspect of it yeah. my brain has developed the way to work like that has like modalics it's the same for them and then they've created this plugin that can sequence in that displaced way and i'm actually working with them to develop it into a way where it can do four four over the displacement inside one version of the plugin instead of in two they're talking about bringing that functionality in I'm like working with them on some new plugins they've got coming out. There's a massive thing they've got coming out soon that I'm working on on my off time as well on the road. Yeah. So they're supporting me massively and I'm supporting them and their journey. Their Discord is so cool. The Medallics, like the way that people are writing there. I think I think they're going to they're going to change a lot about how we write stuff. And a big problem with the theory side of time, no one wants to learn it because it's outdated. The way that we learn theory is based in how music was originally made. And for Western music, it's it's great. But for, for polymetric, you know, one over two over three with added game of switch this, switch that, switch the other. Yeah. There's no way to visualize that because something's going to go over a bar line that's going to break up the beaming and it's going to stop you from seeing it naturally. But Beat Scholar, I can get behind that. I used yeah. to enjoy reading... Um, you know the dots on. I, I read the dots on the piano roll better than I've ever read anything else. Yeah. Um, I don't. I program drums with the in the in the melodic notation of the piano roll rather than the drum grid. Yeah. I like the look of that more. I, it's just because I like the look of note lengths. Mm -hmm. I think it's very important because. It is, yeah. And you want to be thinking about, like, when is a guitar note actually being muted? Do you mute something with it? Do you play with that mute? The mutes have rhythms, too. The silence has rhythms. Yeah. And it's like, there's just so much going on. It's like, there's so many opportunities there. So to look at it a bit more fractally, I think new tools like that really, really interest me. I, I want to make my own notation software. I, I, I want to standardize what it is I've learned for everyone else yeah. because it feels so natural to me. And people love to watch my output. They say that the fills are super crazy, and what is that one fill? But it's like, it's a it's a micro construction of ten, eleven different random things. But I could tell you what the game is that's happening in that moment, why it's built the way it's built, and then you've taught the man to fish. You know, they can then go yeah. fish, yeah. and that's what I want to do more than anything. And I'll, if I can pull that off, I'll be so happy. I'm so yeah. passionate about that, but I, I'm my own biggest critic, and of I yeah. I always have it in my head bigger than it is in the real world but mm -hmm. thank you so much yeah. for, for saying what you said about it I, yeah i don't mean to be like hey thanks you liked it i hate it but yeah it's just extremely interesting and like just <laughs> the, the way you broke everything down and and talking about it like it it piqued my interest because i'm i'm a very uh like caveman type drummer you know mm. like double kick get in. blast beats get in get yeah, out there are the know? set parts so. you go in and you overlay them you you give them yeah. and then people play stuff over the top and they don't particularly link in it's not quite the same as like okay you're playing a high note in on that particular 16th note i'll but you do throw an extra 
like ride a bell accent there yeah. sometimes or a crash. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's if you count the space between two of those accents and then look at that how many notes were between the two, that if you can then get polymetric in your mind about what happened in that space and start to think about the spaces between accents and yeah. the pressure points in between, that's the beginning of that whole new step. And you're kind of doing it already. It's it's very uncaveman. It's just Four four takes priority over yeah. what that micro construction would be, but it's the micro construction that makes the music interesting. Yeah. And the more we can go down that path, the more we can naturalize that, the more fun it gets. And everyone wants that output sound. It's like everyone's trying to build a house of cards from the top from the top down, and they're wondering why it doesn't look like a strong, stable house of cards. It's got to come from the bottom up. It's got yeah. to come from like absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like, and then you can flip the focus of what, what meter it is or, or, or flipping it around it's just but you say the word polymeter and people go no nerd not interested but they're like you want to play like that right yeah. like come on let's get nerdy yeah nothing to worry about you know i know it's scary i'll help it is it is yeah. man. but thank you so much yeah. man yeah so there's two videos actually with medallic so you can check out the other one as well and it, it develops on the themes of mm-hmm. the first one so there's another 20 30 minute long video that's just come out um, and there will be more. I'll keep doing more. I'll keep doing stuff on my own channels. I, 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 and there's also a how to gent video I put up on my own channel of like, oh, nice. kind of also the same kind of thing from a slightly different angle. So yeah, yeah I'm going to stay committed to that for a while. Sick, sick, awesome. Okay, we, we got to hurry along here. We got yeah. one last thing. We had <laughs> a, a viewer uh, question come in and I figured we can quickly maybe give him some tips on this. Let's do it. So uh, this is a drummer. I won't say his name. Okay. Uh, but he's out of New Hampshire in the U.S. Okay. Uh, and he is without a practice space. Haven't had one for five or six years. Can't play. He claims he can't play in a band without playing on a live kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does have a kick and hand pads to mm-hmm. practice on. And he can't afford an e-kit. Mm-hmm. Practice spaces are too expensive yep. and too far away for him. And he's asking if there are any tips or ideas. Well, we as drummers have to be able to develop our craft while on the way to the studio, eventually. It always happens. Mm -hmm. Um, Most of the stuff I do is, we were talking about this uh, before, about nailing nailing the part on a steering wheel before you take it onto the kit. That's very much the school of thought we want to get into. So if we can analyze a song that we want to play along with from a band, start with covering a band that you love, that you wish you played for. And if we can hear out, for example, like a riff that's like, just a simple riff. But then if we can like, we can play that in lots of different ways, either kicks on, this is that kind of note on, note off, pressure thing or snare snare kick snare 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 snare, uh, 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 uh. turn that into a rudiment make it binary keep it binary a's and b's only change what a and b do but don't make it a multi-part thing don't give yourself anything more than two parts just kicks and snares or hands and feet or tom one and tom two whatever it is it like you can then start to create turneries and and go from there but let that be the improv that happens once you finally get it onto a kit once you've thought about it for 10 hours and you could finally get 20 minutes with it you're ready to go you've got all these things ready ready to go but you do need to just jam a lot of stuff to be able to then try stuff out on the kit but that's what i love about programming is that you can plan it out you can use a laptop and you can draw out the notes and you can go 
that's what I want it to sound like. And then you can listen to that a thousand times if you want. And by that point, you're probably going to be pretty close to playing it. If you've really visualized it, if you've really internalized it. That's what I do when I write something. When I wrote Lavos on pre-production, I wasn't good enough to play it. I had to listen to it like a hundred times and then try and work out those techniques. And and, and that's what made it work. So that that's my, that's my biggest advice is for find a way to use the digital tools to your advantage. And if they are feeling like too difficult to work with well part of my plan with the website is to have a programming lesson how to do programming how th- and then even more basic theory yeah. basic theoretical terms so mm-hmm. that then the programming even makes sense yeah. get the terminology down some basic systems only the useful shit none of the fucking italian name stuff that <laughs> only makes sense if you're trying to learn a concerto let's yeah. just you know stick to stick to what we need to learn yeah um but see what that does for your mind see what that does for your playing try to come up with something off the kit and just I'm a bit OCD with my brain it wants to chug rhythms all the time nowadays it's yeah. just it's always ticking over on something and I'm always tapping something out and now my brain even while I'm saying this is trying to work out a bunch of ways to do that as a fill yeah. I might even try to work a fill <laughs> fill out of the set you know what was it da 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 so one two one two one two three one two one two one two three one two so did it get it get it get it get it and then we could pick a center part of that and then start to loop it out or whatever the fuck we want to do if I do it if I could see you I'll be like hey it's that because it's kind of like that's then the music is becoming more Um, not to show off and be like yeah I can do anything I want with any little piece of music I can only do it because I've spent so much time doing it but yes I just like to demonstrate where that game can, where that process can get you to. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's becoming in my head a standardized process that I can teach. It's replicatable. It's, I could probably program it into like something with behavioral learning and it would probably sound just like me at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I might yeah. not do that because then I'd be out of a job, but yeah. I might. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't want to stop doing it. I'll just job. be like, cool, no one will know, but yeah. I've just... <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I'm afraid that's all I'm going to have time for. I'm yeah. going to have to start jumping up and down like a lunatic very soon. Absolutely, man. Well, it's Mike, been an thank absolute you. pleasure, buddy. Yeah, thank you, man. And we'll have to do part two sometime. I'd next be well time into that. Yeah, let's get yeah. some more questions in. If there were more, more viewer questions, anyone, if, if you've had a thought about this as we've been going, like, let us know. Uh, we'll have a chat. We'll we'll keep it going. I love to keep the conversation going. Write me, DM me, DM you. Everything. Let's let's keep the, keep the chat going. Keep drumming. Keep having fun. Don't give up. It's it's gonna be all right. We're gonna get this. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, dude. Appreciate you.